0: Well, welcome, welcome, welcome everybody. Welcome to the Symbol Podcast. We are Symbol Athletica, the brand of the purpose-driven. We stand for people that stand for something. And we truly believe if there's anybody out there with the capacity to change this world and make it a better place, it's people just like you. My name is Earl Mann and I am thankful to be your host in this conversation today. And I thank the universe for bringing you my way. Today we're gonna talk about something. It's a phrase, it's an idea, it's a concept that's that's uh very meaningful to me and very common out there this idea of body mind spirit body mind spirit and this is in one way in one sense this is kind of like the the three legs of the stool right the three the three the three legs to a balanced life if you will a lot of people give the the stool analogy as required balance like they say you can't have a one-legged stool that can stand you can't have a two-legged stool that can stand but three legs is the minimal number of legs you can have and have a stool that's stable and and able to stand so this becomes a metaphor for stability for balance and in the in the world of uh of, 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 in the world of personal growth and development this idea of body mind spirit is a dominating theme in 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 my life as well so um uh, in one case, you could argue that these are the three main categories of types of things we might want to be focused on for a meaningful life, you know, to have a meaningful engagement and planned around our body, to have a meaningful, focused engagement around around our mind, and the same for our spirituality. So um, what the way I'm going to talk you through how I view the body, mind, spirit, I actually think body mind spirit is the practical syntax the practical sequence of any of a, an effective way to have a result driven life strategy and i'm going to walk you through why that's my belief again this is just to share ideas you may have better ideas or this may give you something to think about or you may be able to modify and make this better and i invite you to do that every single time but what i've come through my personal life experiences and through um, a, a, hundreds, if not thousands, of conversations of people on similar missions, some successful, some not, and you look at what are the commonalities and what do people share in common and what are the common characteristics, what are the commonalities in their philosophies, um, then some things just start to bubble to the surface, one of which is it is a very practical um, it is very practical that you incorporate some type of body element to your larger life strategy. Well, let's just say your larger life strategy could be career or business or lifestyle. Um, it, even, even in those instances, it is very practical and useful to start with, to include and start with, in my opinion, something that focuses on the body and here's why. The first is, um, well, philosophically, it, it starts to smash what I call the grand illusion and the grand illusion is that we are our bodies and I know that sounds crazy and it sounds like a contradiction of some sort, but it, It's not really right. So The challenge we have or what I call the grand illusion is that, you know, when we think we are our bodies It makes it harder for us to change our bodies because we're trying to change ourselves and 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 we have these built in mechanisms like self rationalizations and excuses and things that make it very, very hard for us to change ourselves in fact it 's easier for us to come up with arguments why we can 't change than it is for us to come up with arguments and proof in our own lives of how we can change but when we, when we adopt this, we are not our body 's approach or idea or consideration. Uh, for example, when you go into a haircut again you 're going to get a haircut. And you don't walk out of the barber less of a person, even though you left some of your body in the barbershop behind you on the floor. Same with when you go get your nails cut, um, um, all of that, right? So we, we we kind of really know that there is some separation there, but when you look at this with intent and purpose, and you realize that, okay, I'm, I'm something beyond, my body's just a piece of what I am. It gives, it, at least in my world, it gives me more control gives me a, a better chance of being able to dictate how my body can and should be, right? Because who I'm claiming that I am is greater than my body. My body's a subset of that um, and actually subservient to whatever this grander set is, right? So it makes it more plausible that I can say my, I will have a body that is 10 pounds less, right? As opposed to me changing myself to be, end up being 10 th- pounds less. May not mean a lot in your world. That's huge in my world. But here's the reason why. I like to start off with philosophy because it's kind of a very driving factor in my worldview. But here are the other practical reasons why it makes sense to start with a a strategy leading with your body. One is because it allows you to, um, to get feedback, to get feedback from your effort. It allows you to get feedback from your effort. And it allows you to work on and putting into place habits. Now habits are key, right? Doing things one time and doing these grand gestures is it's one thing, but what generates results over time in most systems is some type of repetitive activity um, or a habit, right? So if you can put the right habits in place, it's gonna generate a result. And if you're focused on your body and you've put right habits in place, you're going to see your body change. Now, that's what that's what we're trying to get to, because that's evidence. That's evidence of your ability to create a new reality. That's evidence of your ability to engineer a change. And that feeds your confidence that helps build the background proof that you need to change other areas of your life. If you can do it in one area, then quite possibly you can do it in another area. But the bodies are great, not beyond the health benefits. Let's just forget all that, cause that's great, right? I mean, beyond the obvious health benefits of putting some healthier habits in place and and, genera- and, and taking a more healthy um, uh, pr- approach to living and then seeing those and the result of that being that you end up being healthy that's great but what it also does is it is proof positive it's proof positive that you are an active participant you are an engineer a designer you are you can build something you can create you can turn something from something into something else and that's that's a critical belief to have when trying to change other elements of your life so that's why i think it's so important that you 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 incorporate and or start with some type of body physical related um, piece of your personal project. Even if it's just modifying habits, you know. When people say, "Come to me and say, hey, we want to we want to do these different things," or I want here's my big large goal, and it could have nothing to do with with um, with with their body or physical stuff. And I still will incorporate. Hey, first thing you need to do is start. You know walking three days a week, or getting up an hour earlier and doing a regimen, doing some type of repetitive physical routine. And this isn't to increase their health, although it will, that's a good byproduct. What it is is to establish this dominance we just talked about, establish proof positive that you are not just a participant, you are an architect. You are directing, you are controlling, you are putting these things in place to generate a result. And once you start to generate results, you have you become proof positive that you are a results creator. You make results, so you go into the other areas of your life with the resume, if you will, of a proven skill set. You have a skill set to, and your skill set is, is broad. Your skill set is broad, but it's broadly applicable. By broad, I mean it's something you apply to anything. It may not specifically connect the dots, and you know you doing your new great internet. Company, your great new marketing company, right? Um, but it does, right? Because what you have become, what you have demonstrated, the skill that you have is what I do is I have the skill of creating a plan, putting the habits and, and activity in place to generate the result that I want. And how do I know I did that? Look, here's where I did it in this element of my life. Just that simple. So the next we move into the body and then we move into buying. So now that you understand that there is this controlling element you have, this this role you play as creator, then you move into what is even, you know, you could argue even more important than your approach to your physical disciplines or, or your mind, your mental ones. And by mind, we just means your thinking and your thoughts. That's, a, that's as far as we're going to take it. Just your, your habitual thinking and thoughts. So I invite you, if you've not ever explored the research and science and great conversations around the impact our thoughts have on us and others, I invite you to do that. But having some control around that, let's, let's at least for this conversation say that it's probably more advantageous to have a planned, thoughtful approach to the way you are thinking and what and why's of, around that than to just have it be random. I think most of us would realize that random may or may not serve us, right? But at least if you, remember, you're the architect, you're the designer, you're the creator, so you create results. So the same way you did with your body, you can do with your mind. Once you understand a little of the components, and it could be simple things like having, you know, focusing on what you want versus instead of focusing on what you don't want. That sounds like the same thing, but it's not. It's dramatically different, and they take a completely different level of control and one's way harder than you might appear. In fact, most people are taught socially to talk about focus on the things they don't want. It's just, we're almost taught that. And it's so common that we don't even notice it. In fact, many people that think they're positive um, use negative language all the time. And negative language is insight into negative thought patterns creating the language. So, For example, kids run through the house. One parent says, hey, don't slam the door. Which is totally different than saying, hey, close the door quietly. Now they seem like they have the same result, right? But they're two completely different things. They come from two completely different places. And simply, one comes from what highlighting Talking about and taking action on what you don't want as the other highlights talks about and tries to create action on what you do want they see in in most people's lives in the context of most people's lives they would think that that's what they're doing they would think it's the same thing i argue that there are two completely worldly different um approaches and if you step that out in all the different decisions and conversations you have throughout the course of a day, especially the internal conversations you have, I think the ending result is dramatically different as well. So it stands a reason that we could take the same type of effort now that we've generated the proof that we have this skill set of a creator, a designer, an engineer of sorts. We engineer a plan around a better um, way of thinking and we implement it just like we did with our body and and the results will ensue. Finally, that moves us to spirit. And for this conversation, spirit just means your grander relationship with the universe, however you want to define that. It just means your way you fit in and your interplay with the universe, the world you are in. And you can define that to mean from the the, uh, context of your beliefs, right? from the context of your beliefs, because they're going to be consistent for this conversation. And, by, and what I mean by that is you want to take the same engineered approach to that area of your life. Whatever your bigger worldview is and whatever the context of how you fit into it is, there are things that you already know would enhance that relationship. By relationship, I mean your relationship with the world around you. Now, now that you've done these two massive proof, point, po- proof positive events, one with your body, now then with your mind, you go into this area a bona fide expert. You know for a fact that you are an engineer, a designer, a creator, and you can put in p- practice or in play your plan, your plan for an enhanced life experience if, as a result of your interplay with what you defined as your universe. So. That's the syntax or the context. That's the syntax, if you will. Body, mind, spirit. And I think in doing it, that, by, first of all, has no, that is not in order of importance. It is not in order of importance. I'm not saying that the body is more important than the mind or the spirit. That is not what I'm saying. I'm just saying as a, as a designer, just trying to keep it simple, trying to put pieces together and trying to do it in such a way that the more people could possibly get through the activity of long enough to generate a result, this may seem a good place to start. This may seem a good place to start. I focus, I tend to believe it all hinges around proving your ability. Proving your ability. And proving that you have effect over the real world. Proving that you can have something And, you know, create a goal, have a plan, have a desire, reorganize yourself because that's what you're going to have to do. if If you're trying to get something you don't currently have, you have to reorganize something, time, money, effort, the whole process, network, alliances, whatever. But there's a reorganization that has to take place. So you can put the habits and the structure in place to reorganize the things that need to be organized to get that you and that goal in the same place and at the same time. That's the functional skill. And then you just apply that functional skill in the three areas of your life to create the three-legged stool, right? Body, mind, spirit, stable, standing, designed and developed by you. <laughs> well, my friends, I hope that gave you something to think about and um, I hope that you are on a quest and. If you have been on a quest and you've not incorporated all of these elements, then I invite you to consider it. You might, be, you, know, you might be wobbling back and forth in your results because simply you have a one or two-legged stool. Or you may not be really taking the action you think is required to be successful because in your heart of hearts, you don't know that you have the skill to be successful. All of these things can at least be addressed in this body, mind, spirit, that sequence, that order of events and that approach. If you know other people that might benefit from the conversation we're having here in our quest to get better at stuff, please let them know about the Symbol Athletica podcast. Symbol is a representation of meaning. Athletica is what we called our our acknowledged culture of movement, a culture based on movement and Challenge, movement, and challenge because we believe that we are all meanings in movement, and if we are up for the challenges, then that gives us um, an ability to tap in tremendous potential that relies within us all. Thanks, everybody. See you on the next podcast.